When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now. Hey friends. Welcome to After 9. There is a ton of stuff that we want to cover in this episode. So strap in and we're going to get to a couple of topics right away. Um, First off, I'm going to consider this a loss for Mississauga Mayor Bonnie Crombie. I think she thought that when she put this out there, it would be a massive launch to her campaign for leader of the Liberal Party of Ontario. Not so much. A new Leger poll says only a third of Canadians support Crombie's proposal to ask Ottawa to change the lyrics to our national anthem again. This time they would change it from our home and native land to our home on native land, like Julie Black did at the NBA All-Star right. Game. Which would be the second change in how many years ago did we change uh, to all uh, our sons, all of us? When did that happen? Three years now. So that's a Two couple of changes in a few years. Um, yeah, I mean, I okay. Where do you sit on this? Um, I, I'm pretty good with leaving the anthem as is. While I don't disagree with the sentiment, it was not Julie Black's place to change it, especially on a national television broadcast. And, and I think that really fired up a lot of people, but it, it angered others. The, the The anthem was perfectly fine until Julie Black suggested that change. And now that we've had the poll and it finds just 33% support it, 48% say they're actually opposed to changing the anthem. Half of Canadians don't want this change. 19% say they are undecided. I wonder what the age range is for these polls, though. Uh, It's probably... Well, I mean, I think we can read that. Uh, Younger people probably support the change. Older people probably do not support the change. Or, or Or they're in that section of, I don't care, do whatever. If that means... Here's where I stand. Go ahead and do it. I don't care. I am not going to lose sleep because someone wants to change a word that matters a lot to a group of people, especially, and really at the end of the day, doesn't change anything for me. If that matters that much, go ahead and do it. That's where I sit. And I am, I'm a millennial. I don't know if most millennials would agree. Maybe some would disagree, uh, but I'm of that mindset. I I don't think, I think that the people who cry out like, nah, I just don't like the thought of change in any way, shape, or form, I think it's older people mainly. That, that That's where I'm at, anyway. The older people mainly are like, I don't want to change. Leave it alone. It, it, does it matter to you? Or are you just ma- mad that it matters to other people and things are getting changed to make other people happy? Uh, yeah, you know what I'm I, saying? I, I think it's a bit of both. For me, I don't want any more changes made by the current regime. I don't want anything else to change until we've had time to have a proper debate about it. Uh, Changing one word in one line of the anthem. uh, Some people say it's a significant change. Other people say it's not necessary. Some people say it's not accurate. So we can have that discussion. I just feel like we can't have that discussion with the current regime in Ottawa because I don't think that they're necessarily willing to hear the other side. They've got certain things that they want done and come hell nor high water, they'll find ways to get it done. So I I think that maybe this is something that we can have a talk about 
And if we all agree, or at least if we get a consensus that we should change it, then we do it. But I don't think this is something that we should think, oh, yeah, 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 great idea, and just change it on a whim. I, I, I think that that's something that we should definitely have a, a, a discussion about. Uh, let's talk about this, though. I think just about everybody listening has probably ridden a go train somewhere, right? Oh, or a go yeah, bus. Sure, I yeah. think so. Most people have, at least even if it's for, you know, once in a while to head to downtown or something. We do our radio show out of Kitchener-Waterloo. And Kitchener-Waterloo is a massive area that's been completely neglected by Metrolinx. And here's the problem that's happening in Waterloo right now is there's so much demand for Go service because Go connects us regionally. You can take a bus to Hamilton or to Toronto. You can take the train to Toronto or to London, that sort of thing. There's so much demand for Go service right now that buses are full and they're turning people away. They're actually leaving people stranded. They'll take local transit, Grand River Transit, to the Go station only to find out the Go bus is too full and they can't get on it and then they're fucked. Yeah, it's terrible. So everyone from the regional chair to now the local MPPs are saying it's time for Ontario to prioritize the Kitchener line. The region needs and deserves all day, every day, seven days a week, two-way go train service from Kitchener to Toronto. You know there's no weekend service, no weekend go service by train uh-huh. in all of Kitchener-Waterloo. I know. It, it's it's mind-boggling. It is mind-boggling. And most of the time you have to go, oh, what, do what, drive to, you know, somewhere else where there is. From Milton, for example, I think they do. Is that right? Yeah, you have to drive half an hour to catch a go train. Yeah, exactly. And it, the Milton service it, isn't very good on weekends either. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, come on. And you're right, you're servicing a lot of people. And by the way, the area is, like a lot of other places, is growing like crazy. This is needed. It just doesn't make sense that we wouldn't have it. And and I can't figure out why, unless it's pure cost. And believe me, I don't want to see any government spending any more than they absolutely need to right now. But we need right. to get this done. If you're going to try and shame everyone into buying an EV and you guys are going to uh, jack the carbon prices so astronomically that people can't afford regular gas anymore, then you've got to have a viable alternative. And right now, what we have isn't sufficient. Metrolinx is supposed to look out for all of the province, not just for Toronto. Mm-hmm. So there's two things that need to be done. Two-way, all day, every day, go train service, Kitchener, Toronto. Mm-hmm. They should also be working on a line that connects Hamilton to Kitchener. Oh, that would be lovely, too. You know, there's a lot of east-west happening, but very little north-south and a Kitchener right. to Hamilton line. You know, just from the, the station right through to West Harbor in Hamilton would make things amazing. Yeah. You could be a stop at McMaster. You could connect McMaster to U of W and Laurier. There's so much more we could do. I mean, our system really isn't f- even close to good when you look at other places and the way they have it set up. Sure, all of those would be great options. But the problem is it will take them forever to get it done. Yeah. We still don't know when the Eglinton Crosstown LRT is going to be done. A simple LRT project across the top of Toronto, and they still don't even know when it'll be done. And they've been working on it for a decade. So I'm really not sure that we should have these people in charge of trying to build more transit infrastructure because it seems like they just keep screwing it up. But either way, it needs to be done. So if you're one of the decision makers at Queen's Park, let's get to it. Kat, there's now 70 wildfires burning in northern Ontario, according Mm. to the Ministry of Natural Resources. That's a lot. I admit I kind of shook my head a little bit when I read this story today. 
26 of the 70 fires are out of control. Apparently, there's heavy smoke traveling as far south as Timmins. South past Sudbury in Perry Sound. <laughs> Anytime someone says it's, Timmins is south, then this is quite quite north. Quite north, This right? is quite north. Like, holy... When I heard fires in northern Ontario, I think when we hear northern Ontario, we're instinctively right. thinking cottage country. No, no, no. Northern, northern. Ontario. It, you could fit the UK five times in Ontario. Isn't that fucking crazy? If you're outside of Ontario, <laughs> maybe you don't know how big this place is. But yeah, you could fit the UK in it five times. That's how big it is. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> it's massive. The farthest I've ever drove, drove in Ontario was up to Kirkland Lake, which is eight an eight-hour drive. Uh, and you think about all the places you can go to from this area, from southern Ontario in eight hours. And that's how. And there was still more to go. Like, I could have still driven north across Ontario. I could have still continued up. It's crazy. It's huge. And, and, you're, and you're so right, by the way. People do think of it. And I do feel for those who, because I know we have listeners that are up in northern Ontario. All the time. Timmins and, and further north. And they're going, yeah, thanks, because you guys think you're the center of the universe. And you know what? I'll admit, yeah, that's probably true. Like a lot a lot of us in southern, in this bubble do assume it's like Toronto, like there's the GTA and there's like the Hamilton, like GTHA area. And then you've got like KW area and like we're very focused on a certain area you kind of forget we're not forgetting about you we're talking about the fires we hope for the best do we need to send help is everything okay i at this point we should probably be looking at options there's a lot of fires not, burning up yeah there. not a bad idea uh, i am glad though that now in quebec as well quebec and alberta are launching independent arson investigations because they suspect many of these wildfires which started out of nowhere were set intentionally so they're doing independent investigations, and I'm really curious to see what they find out, if they can even track mm -hmm. whether or not it was humans that did this, right. and if they did it intentionally. But the wildfire season went from zero to 100 instantly, and we all saw the smoke that didn't just hit southern Ontario. It blanketed the U.S. Northeast. Is it coincidental that we had the whole UFO situation happening recently, and now all these fires start? Oh, mm -hmm. huh? oh I wonder if UFOs did I now. wonder if the aliens are doing it. It was most likely an extremist <laughs> of some sort. Yeah, that's and that by the way, those people, I hope that if that's the case, bust their ass, give them the worst possible punishment. And even then it wouldn't be enough because, I mean, people are out of their homes. They're scared for their lives at this point. It's affecting so many people. It's crazy. And I know every area is different because some could be lightning strikes. Come, some There's a lot of different factors. But if any of them were set by humans, those people need to pay. What if it was an accident? What if somebody flicked a cigarette butt and didn't realize they were just careless? Do we treat that differently than these people who are out there setting these fires intentionally no. to try and make it seem like climate change is driving wildfires no. to try and further their agenda? You still have to be responsible for your actions. And if you're not properly putting out fire, which would be the case for a cigar, cigar cigarette, whatever it is, even smoking weed, you're still not being responsible. So you should still be punished. You are still knowingly Putting fire somewhere, potentially. Pat Sajak taking one last spin on Wheel of Fortune. He's going to go one more year, Cat. That will be his 41st season on the show. He will retire at 77 years old with just a gazillion dollars in the bank. I'm sure. Game show hosts get paid so fucking well. Drew Carey is low-key, one of the highest paid yeah. people in Hollywood, just by taping five episodes of The Price is Right a week. And he goes in twice to do it. It's incredible. They've got, you're absolutely right. They have one of the best gigs going because they're also not so insanely popular that like they can't go to the mall. 
You know what I mean? They could go to the mall and people would recognize them. They take a couple of photos, but it's not like they're a big enough celebrity where it's like, holy shit, it's Brad Pitt and shit. They've got a nice cushy little spot there. And those are always long-term gigs, unless you fuck up. You know, don't be a racist, homophobic bastard. And you'll also keep that job for many, many, many years. Like Pat Sajak, he's been involved in a couple of small controversies, but really they were tiny to do with banter he and between he and Vanna White, who is his friend, obviously, for many years. But he's managed to keep like a low profile in that way and get the money. It's 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 a great gig. There's nothing wrong with it. I'd love to host a game show. Game show or Food Network stuff. And I'll tell you why. Because the thought of doing television is um, frustrating for me because it's a lot of, okay, that was great. Let's do it again. Yeah. Let's sit around and wait for 40 minutes for something stupid to happen. Uh, A lot of it's scripted, whereas I tend to like to ad lib, all that sort of shit. If you get a game show, man, you take that game show. If you're yep. in an actor or actress and you get offered a game show, it's the job of a lifetime. You get paid great. It's syndicated in just about every country on earth. You will have a great reputation because you're just that happy, friendly person who gives stuff away to people who seem to need it. You can't go wrong with a gig like that. But you're right. Man, once you get one of those shows, you got to watch yourself. You got to, whatever skeletons are in your closet, you lock that goddamn closet door <laughs> you do, closed. You do what you have to do. <laughs> you do whatever you Honestly. have to do to keep that yeah, gig. I would say so. It, it, and you know when someone leaves, though, what automatically happens? Nick Cannon takes it. He takes the I wouldn't the be show. shocked if he took the Wheel of Fortune. Uh, do you think that it's time to offer this show to Vanna White if she wants it? Or will she forever be the, the toucher? She just touches the um, wall the letter, and the letter, the, the, the letter turns. The magical letter toucher. Uh, I hope, I mean, I hope so. if that's what she wants, then I hope that they have a conversation with her about it at the least. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she knows it inside and out. She knows everybody who works there. Uh, Pat Sajak's going to stay on for a few years after that as uh, in the background, essentially. Uh, so he could, I mean, he's been a mentor to her in a way and she's done her thing and everybody knows who Vanna White is. I think all of those things add up to... Yeah, why the heck not? It's kind of a stupid show, though. I don't, can I just tell you, I've never seen a full episode of Wheel of Fortune. It's anytime not very engaging. Anytime it's on, I just, I'm like, no, I, I, I'm not interested. If there's a puzzle that's like half done, sometimes I'll sit there and I'll try to figure it out. I've never watched a full episode of that in my life. Yeah, I, 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 I've I, watched it. I just don't really get anything out of it. So if I watch The Price is Right, for example, and I never used to be a Price is Right guy until they started doing The Price is Right at night. And then I kind of got into it because there was nothing stories on. stories before bed? <laughs> I like to watch my stories. Well, I like to watch my stories. Well, it's... How can you not love that show? It's a whole bunch of people who are flipping They're maniacs. Out. They're maniacs. Like, who are these people? Yeah. I hope that they're not actors. I'd love to think these are real people that are just that excited. But, I mean, I was watching just last night. It was the one where the yodeler could go over the cliff if you don't guess within oh. the right number of dollars. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That's such a fun game. That's that one of fun. the only ones where you want the person to lose so you can see that little bastard go over the hill. <laughs> it's true. You know, like it's true. It's a, true. A lot to love about stuff like that. Plinko, who doesn't love Plinko? They had Plinko last like, night too. Plinko's OG too. Like they'll bring Plinko games into all kinds of recreation centers and, and all. It's fun. It's true. That one actually is one of those ones I did used to watch. Like I remember as a kid watching that. You know, when you're home from school sick or maybe you're on March break or something. That's one of the ones I would actually watch as a kid. And I wouldn't know anything about products. I didn't buy fucking groceries. But you bet your ass I was guessing how much a box of Kraft dinner was. It's amazing that you can get that angry at the TV. No fucking way that that 
chocolate frosting costs five ninety nine. Where are you shopping? The end of that show is the best too. The end of that show is the best because like you know when someone's like way off and the person next to them at the, at the showcase showdown and they know that that you're way off and the host knows and Drew Carey's looking at the other people like oh you fucking idiot that's that number was way off. And oh yeah. Like, when it's worth like 12,000 max. Yeah. Like, way to go, idiot. <laughs> and you can try to like change your face to make it not seem like they're an idiot that has no idea how much that whole inclusive, all-inclusive package really is. It's fucking great. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cat, a Utah woman who authorities allege fatally poisoned her husband, then wrote a children's book about grieving, is going to remain in jail for the duration of her trial. Mm. Corey Richens is accused of slipping five times the lethal dose of fentanyl into a cocktail that she made for her husband. The 33-year-old mother of three then wrote a picture book she described on a promo tour as a resource to help children grieve the loss of a parent. She's a sociopath, right? She murdered her husband and then wrote a book about grieving for the kids. Yeah, shit shit like that is so disturbing. It's so disturbing because there's so many levels of sociopath there, right? To, to, in order to go through with something like that. Like, that's fucked up. Real fuck. You have to be, like, beyond fucked up to do something like that. Today, Donald Trump is going to be in a Miami courtroom for a history-making federal court appearance. The former president is facing 37 felony charges accusing him of illegally hoarding classified documents, thwarting Justice Department efforts to get the records back, and jeopardizing national security. Court is at 3 o'clock. There's some people who say that this one is far more serious than the charges that he is facing in New York. There's some who believe he's going to do jail time for this. Do you think so? Well, you know, we all just have to be reasonable. Everybody needs to be reasonable and stop making politics such a team sport. You can think that Joe Biden's a piece of shit, but also agree that what Donald Trump did was wrong. Here's how it breaks down. Every president has kept classified documents, whether intentionally or by mistake. Sometimes it's a souvenir. If I'm Barack Obama and I want to keep a copy of the classified order to go in and kill Osama bin Laden, you're goddamn right. I want to keep a copy of that. It was my order. I was the president. It was my admin. I should be allowed to do that. And a copy is key. I mean, you're not asking for an original document, right? That has to be filed and... well. This is the records keeping part is you're not supposed to take any classified documents until they're declassified. They have to remain highly secure. Right. And, and sitting in an old unused bathroom at Mar-a-Lago is probably not secure. However, sitting in Joe Biden's garage at his home in Delaware that he doesn't even live at anymore, that's not secure either. I don't know where Obama's keeping his papers, but he's admitted he too has papers. So when Donald Trump comes out and he says, it's a witch hunt, I am an innocent man. It probably is a bit of a witch hunt. They don't want this guy to run for president. But he's also not an innocent man. He did it. We can all see the video of the FBI carrying boxes of shit out of Mar-a-Lago and out of his golf course in New Jersey. That means you're not an innocent man. You did do Mm -hmm. it.
Now, is it a very serious crime? Is this a crime that we should care about? Is this a crime that we've ever prosecuted anyone else for in the past for? No, no. It's probably a little ridiculous. But either way, he can't say he's innocent. He fucking did it. There's pictures everywhere of these documents laying around the bathroom. So I think probably common sense should prevail here. Somebody should probably sit Don down and say, you shouldn't have done that. Make sure we've got everything back. And as long as you promise that you've given everything back, we're going to waive the charges or Biden will pardon you. And while they're doing that, they should also sit down with the other ex-presidents and say, hey, listen, we're going after Trump criminally for this. That means we also should be going after you criminally for the documents you've taken. So you better make sure that we get everything back. End of story. The law has to apply evenly, but there has to be some reasonableness to this. Sending this guy to jail for this would be kind of crazy. Imagine we knew the truth to everything. The truth to everything. And I'm not stopping at documents. I'm saying everything. And the reason why I say that is because when you brought up past presidents, I thought of Bill Clinton. Yeah. Do you know how much shit that guy has in his closet? currently that he's fucking shoved away and paid a lot of money for and, and and called in a lot of favors for. I believe people have been killed for secrets about the Clintons. I watched the Jeffrey Epstein special. That's one of them. Yeah, which yep. has been around for a long time. <laughs> Listen, the Jeffrey Epstein, we've even talked about Jeffrey Epstein before and I knew it at a certain level, right? But it's hard for me to watch anything that has to do, like involves like young girls uh, trafficking, rape, like all that stuff is really, uh, although I really love true crime, that stuff is always difficult to me. So it took a long time for me to watch it, but I finally watched it on Netflix more recently. And it's pretty fucked up how you know there were certain people that were there, presidents. And we know about Prince Andrew. I mean, we've talked about Prince Andrew. Prince like, Andrew's a piece of shit. There's a piece of shit. No way to spin it. He's a piece of shit. Everyone knows he's a piece of shit. And you see that in this, in this uh, documentary as well that's on there. But the Bill Clinton thing is one that's interesting because... He was seen there, but he's claiming he was never there on that island specifically. And there's a lot of questions, but imagine we just got to find out the truth to everything. Why? What you're hiding, all of the things. Well, you know, sooner or later, someone else is going to be in power. And right now there's a concentrated effort of, of people that are in power that are protecting certain secrets. There is a judge who has said that, nope, we can't unseal the list, the manifest of who went to that island and when. Can't unseal it. Sorry, can't be done. Eventually, another judge is going to replace that judge, and the new judge is going to be appointed by a Republican, and that hmm. judge is going to say, fuck that, open it up, and put it in the front page of the New right, York Times. Right, right. It's going to happen. Eventually, yeah. there's going to be another president. In fact, Donald Trump is already saying that if he wins, he's going to launch a criminal investigation into Biden. And this we cannot have. <laughs> we cannot <laughs> use the justice system to try and go after our political I'm adversaries. I'm so sick of all these fucking people, man. I feel like if you... If you did open the open up everything to everybody the only person that might be okay is like fucking obama maybe because not even george w george w i think was probably line i think where george w's problem there is he uh his invasion of iraq right and there's some questions about the legitimacy or authenticity of what happened on 9-11 but sure 
He's got that. He does have a lot of conspiracy surrounding him, but I don't know if any of them are actually the truth. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I don't think that he was hooking up with young girls on a private island owned by a financier like yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. I don't think he is that guy. No. I believe Bill Clinton was the ringmaster of that sort of shit. Yeah. And, and he is on the exact same plane as George W. Bush, right? I mean, they're both ex-presidents. You got to respect yeah. them. And, and they're uh, uh, presumably entitled to some privacy. If they open up the investigation into Donald Trump or if they continue going down this road, I'm very confident that whoever gets in next is going to say, fine, you guys wanted to play it like that. We told you it was political. The American people see that this is all political. So now we're going to keep it political and we're coming after you. And I think that scares the shit out of some people as it should. As it should, it, you're only scared if you did shit wrong. Well, you know, I'm watching people like Hillary Clinton. She's put up a couple of Instagram posts lately, and she's wearing that hat. But her emails, oh. because that was the thing, Hillary's email. She deleted yeah. a shit. Everybody knows oh, yeah. the story of what Hillary Clinton did. There was never a criminal case over that, even though there probably should have been a criminal case. Does that mean now that if Trump's reelected or if whoever in the Republican Party wins the White House next, they can say, you know what, Department of Justice, Hillary Clinton, go and look it up. There's a crime that's been committed there and you're going to figure it out. And not to say there wasn't a crime that was committed. I think everybody believes it. But do we do we care if she was never if she never held that kind of power? As a president. Well, she was a secretary of state. She was a secretary of state. She had and power. And a first lady. She had a power. She and had a power senator. for many, many years. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. But she was never a president. And I feel like once you're president, that like, tr- sorry for the pun, trumps everything else, right? Listen, Hillary Clinton trying to taunt Donald Trump with, with that hat, but her emails. Did she, didn't she sell those? She was selling them for yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it never took off like the MAGA hats, uh, okay. but she tried to make a few bucks off of it. Hey, listen, again, you're just poking the bear. Like, you guys got to stop fucking around using the justice system against Mm -hmm. your political adversaries. Because, again, what happened there or what's happening now could happen again. But you could be in the hot seat next time. So I think everybody should just back off and let's figure out what was actually illegal, what was actually done, and whether or not it's a crime worth prosecuting. Because if, if the answer is is less than 50 on any of those things, they should probably just leave this alone. But we'll see. It's getting real heated. Uh, Apparently, Miami police are prepared for between five and 50,000 protesters outside the courthouse today. Uh, They were doing the same thing in New York a couple of weeks ago when he got arraigned the first time and and nowhere near that amount showed up. So I really don't think it's going to be a big deal, but we'll see where it goes. Finally, and we're low on time, but we'll, we'll end it with just one more thing here. Can someone be sexy mm-hmm. because of their occupation? Can someone be sexy because of their occupation? I think that there's a sex appeal to certain to certain occupations. Yeah, I think so. Love Honey, the sex toy website, uh, presumably doing a little research for the Halloween costumes they're going to offer this year. <laughs> yeah. Asked people, hey, what is the sexiest job? When they asked women, here are the top 10 responses. Firefighter was number one. That's no real surprise, right? That's almost a little cliche now it's, about it's, the hot firefighters. It's the OG choice, man. Firefighter. Builder. Construction worker. Construction number worker, two. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Police officer was number three. Okay. Yep. Uniforms involved in a lot of these, I'm noticing. Okay. Continue on. Doctor. 
Yeah. Okay. Doctor, to an extent, can I just say though, I've had like a lot of really shitty like experiences with doctors before where I'm like, no, but surgeons, maybe even a pediatrician. Really? I'll add that in there. Yeah, I would think that some people would automatically think if that's a surgeon, that's a, obviously extremely s- smart person. So is a doctor for sure. But I'm just trying to think about leveling up to the next level, you know, of like, oh, Peter, oh, and they're good with kids. They're smart and they're good with kids. You know who what I just can't get over when it comes to the doctor thing is, A, they know a lot. And B, all my experiences with my doctor have been judgy. You know, like the... Yeah. How much do you drink a week? Oh, you might want to cut that back. Yeah. Well, how about you fuck off and mind your own business? How about I lied to you from the get-go so you don't want to know my actual number? <laughs> yeah, it's like for me, doctor, no, like, I mean. Ooh, a mole. You should get that checked. Like, I don't I don't know if I want that. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, it's very clinic. Like, it is. It's clinical. That's what it is. Yeah. It's very like, here's, here you go. I'm laying on the table spread over for you. Like, <laughs> not in a sexy way at all though. Like it's, I don't know. I, I, that one is not one for me really, but I could see if it was more like a, like I said, if it was more like a, uh, a surgeon or, or something like that, I could see that being the case. Could you, uh, could you ever see a gynecologist being sexy? No. No. Again, that's very clinical. Every gynecologist I've ever been at has been assessing me because I'm pregnant or something like that. It's not. There's no sex appeal in my in my belief. No. I, I wonder if they lose some of the interest in it too. Like, it, it does a gynecologist ever come home and say, "If I see one more fucking vagina today, right. I'm just gonna snap." Yeah, like, yeah. Is it that sort of thing? I don't know. You know, it's it's interesting because you, you talk to people who do certain things for a profession, gynecology being one of them. Um, even the people who down the hall from us here, we've got like a. Oh, the got, colonoscopy clinic. Yeah, the colonoscopy clinic. clinic. Are they sick of asses? Like, they're probably not they the type to toss salad, are they? <laughs> Ironically, no butt play with those like, people. You think, nope. but, but, maybe, but maybe they do. But maybe they can compartmentalize. Like, some people can compartmentalize in their jobs. Strippers, for example. You can ask them, like, you probably go home if you have a significant other and you're like, fuck that. I'm sick of showing off these titties. I'm not doing it again tonight. <laughs> but some people can compartmentalize that and be like, no, this is my real life versus... Is just my job to look at vaginas and and <laughs> or the dicks or asses, whatever you might do. At and in them. At Dude. and in all around. Mechanic number five. I happen oh. to know a single mechanic, ladies. If you're interested, oh yes, you hit me up. And he's a great guy. Uh, mechanic automatically, when you think about people who know who know a thing or two, could work with their hands. I think that that's always one of those things that people will find sexy. Practical too, practical. right? Yeah, practical. Yeah, like, hey, what am I going to get my snow tires off? Oh, I don't know. Roll over and ask him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Reliable. Like you think about all those things, like um, right? When you think about a mechanic or anything in that field, you think, yeah, they know a thing or two. They'll keep me safe. They, they understand how it's done. And it's a bonus if they can do stuff for you. That's great. Electrician. Electrician. Again, another, a lot of perks. A lot of perks, right? Hey, I want to hang this new uh, chandelier. Fuck. <laughs> Honey. Well, yeah, exactly. Farmer. Oh, a farm. Farmer's an interesting one. I didn't grow up around farmers. I don't know farmers. Mm-hmm. But I could see that being sexy to some people. Self-sufficient, right? Very mm-hmm. self-sufficient. Hardworking. They're one of the... Farmers are one of the most hardworking people that you can find. Reliable. Again, with the, like, the reliable, the trust. I bet you farmers don't fuck around. Like, they just seem loyal to me. I'm going to blanket I'm going to blanket statement that. I think that farmers are some of the most loyal partners you can probably have. Number cuz they just live on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fuck around. They're not going out. They got to be up at 3 o'clock in the morning. 
And number 10, lady said, lawyers are sexy. Um, I guess it kind of depends on the type listen, of law, too. It does. Some of them are real dicks. And, <laughs> Just and ambulance chasing yeah, losers. I mean, um, yeah, I, I'm going to say that all. It, I agree with you. It all depends. It all depends. I've met some lawyers that are like, yeah, they're really cool people. And I've also met lawyers that I'm like, irk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, irk me. I don't like you. Some of them are, um, they have a very high opinion of themselves right, as well. Right, right. You're dating them and what they think of themselves. Right. <laughs> True. When they asked men, what are the sexiest professions? Flight attendant was number one. Okay. I dated a flight attendant. Okay. Good is this times. go for male or female? Uh, no, this is Or this what, is just for what the women, the, the females in these occupations? Uh, I, it's what men said. Oh, okay. They so find it's a sexy profession. Anything. It could be either. Flight attendant uniform, right? I is think, it the uniforms, the little scarf thing that they wear? There's nothing wrong with a little scarf thing. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm also a big fan of the skirt, and a lot of people uh, oh. in the flight attendant industry tend to wear skirts. Oh, okay. I enjoy that. Uh, do they still wear skirts? Uh, some of them. Actually, okay. I was on an Air Canada flight just last and week. And there was a skirt. Skirts both ways. Okay. And scarves. I like it. Skirts and scarves. Nurse. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I'm conflicted on this, and you ruined me, because I used to really like nurses, until Kat made a comment one day. We've got to stop sexualizing nurses. And then I thought, oh, shit, you're right. Well, They're nurses, here to save us. Listen, I shouldn't really think about that. Uh, nurses can't most of the time. I think I'm not going to. I don't think that this speaks for all the nurses, but female nurses in a lot of cases don't like that at all. They want to be taken seriously. They went to school for a long time. They know they've seen some shit. They work long ass days. They work 12 hour days on their feet. You know, it's it's an intense job. And to someone to just look at it and go, yeah, all I think about is sex appeal. Like, there's so much more to that. And I would say the same for all those things, though. By the way, to be fair, mm-hmm. same goes for firefighters. You know, when you think about male firefighters especially, and maybe even females get it. I don't know if female firefighters are hot, too. Maybe, probably. Um, but their job is no fucking joke. Like, maybe they do enjoy the thought that people find it attractive, but what they had to go through on a daily basis and what they had to do to get to where they are, I don't think that they'd like to be just looked at as, oh, that's hot. Like, there's so much more. Guys are also into secretaries. I'm going to guess that's not school secretary. I'm going to guess that's like corporate secretary walking around femme fatale kind of deal. I believe it's administrative assistant. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm not arguing with people anymore. Same job, different title? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Teacher. Teachers. Yeah, okay. Actor. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, they even know it and they're fine with it, I think, right? The more attractive you are, usually the more roles you land and shit like that. And they're like, good, think I'm hot. Uh, again, these are what men said were the sexiest professions police officer. Yeah. Uh, can I just say that goes for men and women? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, There's some hot female cops. Uh, there are some good looking female cops. Hey, now. And they'll fuck you right up. Yes, they will. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> There's some people who also <laughs> fantasize about that, too. Sure Cuff are. me and beat the shit out of me. Is that a baton? <laughs> Fucking swing at me. Uh, doctor. And doctor made that list, too. Okay. I, I wonder if guys feel differently about female doctors than females would feel about male doctors. Like, you described it as fairly clinical. I wonder if guys could find a female doctor attractive and take the clinical part out of it. Probably. I think they probably it, could, It too. amazes me the things that men can take out of their minds. Yeah. It really does. And I think that would be one of them. My doctor is female. She's she's an attractive woman. I'm sure that she probably gets the weird, the odd thing now and again. Where, I bet she does. Yeah, I bet she does. Bartender. Yeah. 
Oh, that's easy, right? Yeah. And that's that. I get. I, I see that's on the the list for females, uh, or, or the list that that males say. I could yep. see that being both men and women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bartenders are good. Sure. Maid. Maid. You know, It'd be like a house cleaner. That's the thing is like, you think about like the outfit. Is that what you think of? Like, with, with, they don't wear. I had someone come clean and they were not wearing anything close to that. They were wearing track pants and a t-shirt. <laughs> they don't wear that outfit. They walk around just dusting shit. They are true like maids, if I don't know, cleaners. They get down and dirty, but maybe people do like that. Maybe they want the smell of pine salt at the end of the day. Singer. Okay. I guess that's probably guys fantasizing about like, I don't know, Ava Max or Dua Lipa or, or whomever, okay, like right. pop stars. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. look at that, the big fake ones. Uh, when they ask people what are the least sexy professions, both men and women, in on this, the least sexiest job was judge. Judge? Is judge. it the attire? Could be the attire, the fact that most judges tend to be a little bit older and a little stuffy from time to time. Right. Not shitting on them, but just a little stuffy. I don't know how much fun you would have with a judge. Well, and that's the thing is, I don't know if, as a judge, you even want your own personality to show. So, True. So, so okay. you're not really getting that across, right? It's not like you can really put a lot of your personality in front of it. Unless you're like Judge Judy, but that is a hard ass. But you think about like Judge Judy. By the way, you want to be hooked up with Judge Judy. She's rich as fuck. No kidding. <laughs> but I think the attire might have something to do with that too. It's kind of boring. Why can't we switch it up now and again? Why can't we let them just wear what they want to wear? Web developer? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think it's that they're not sexy. I just don't think there's anything particularly sexy about the thought of being with a web developer. Right. You, it, that's not something that you would go, that you would lead with, right? When you're introducing them. Like, this is my web developer partner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, politician. No Ew. kidding. I'd avoid it like the plague. I'd avoid it like the plague. Sorry, sorry, politicians listening. I know you're listening, but nope. To a certain extent, I suppose like a city councilor and stuff, that's nice. There's kind of like nice things where it comes to like people who love their community. I think that that could be really nice. It could be attractive for some people. I don't know. But then when you get any higher than that, than like a, a mayor, when you're talking like, I want to run for, run for office. Ugh. I don't know. No. Marketing executive and designer were the top or the final two in the top five. Really? Mm -hmm. I can't think of why. I, I, we I work with why. a lot of marketing executives and some of them are just fine. I wouldn't say it's an unsexy professional. They have to do some things that aren't all that sexy sometimes. Is that because like I'm just thinking about these titles and I, some things change and some things don't. Like made, nobody calls it that. But like marketing, is, there's so many other ways to say I'm, a, I'm in marketing, right? But but because there, it's everywhere now, like marketing is everywhere. Marketing is social media. Marketing is, could be maybe you're in advertising for television, radio. Maybe you market, I don't know, elsewhere for a brand or something like that. There's so many people who have marketing under their name. Maybe that's why, because it's not very specific. Marketing executive could be the person who organizes the shelves at Walmart to determine what's going to sell better. <laughs> right? Like there's a lot of different ways Lots to define ways. that career. Yeah. Uh, and designers, designing what? <laughs> that would be my first question. Designers. Yeah. Like that's a very blanket one too. Like uh, designing clothes, interior designers and decorators. I feel like they're probably... I feel like that is kind of attractive, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe they're designing new sex toys. That would probably be very <laughs> sexy. You would think that some of the more sex-driven uh, careers would even be in this, but they're not. You never mentioned stripper. No. You never mentioned mentioned uh, escorts. Right. I, I don't know that people necessarily 
go out of their way to try and find a, a stripper right. to settle down with, though. <laughs> I, I, you I, don't I, say. Yeah, well, you're I'm right. Just, just think it out loud. If, if that's, but if, why would that be what you're going off of if it's just a, a list of occupations that are sexy? Right. We're not on it's the weird. list. There's no radio oh, yeah, DJ. There's, there's, there's no broadcast professional in any of that. I get it. Sure. Anybody in AI right now should be sexy to you because they're the ones that are making all the money. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow with another After 9. Bye.